Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I think that begs the question, why is that important to you? <laughs> you ask me And how often. do you feel about that? I just feel like you're just asking me because it's part of your bit, to be honest. I, mean, I, I don't am. know if you actually care about how I'm doing. I definitely care about how you're doing. You don't always tell me anymore. I feel like we've lost a bit of the like. Um, oh, we just get right going into the show. We do. We get right into it. Should we take a second and talk about what we're up to? Yeah, I don't think that any of our like uh, our crew cares, but sure. I mean, they what might do you mean care. none of the listeners care what we're up to? I mean, they might care. I don't know. Let them let us know. Do you I care what we're up to, or do you I want us to just do. dive right in? Uh, yeah. So what's what's new in your neck of the woods? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, okay, you know, I am like such a cute age. I'm 33 years old, and you know what does 33 year olds like to do in their spare time? Is it clubbing? No. Um. Is it going out and having a grand old time? No. I have started a tomato garden this summer and I'm obsessed with it. And every single morning I go out and look at my tomatoes and I'm like, oh, like you're growing, you're growing. And then today I have two um, orange-ish tomatoes. So they are starting wow. to ripen. So I'm really excited about my tomatoes. How long did that take for it to go it's from? It's been a while. It's been a while. I feel like you planted them a long time ago. I think I planted them uh, end seeds, of May. Right? Oh, okay. So I got to be honest with you. Like I had them from seeds and then I f- um, fucked them up and then I like bought the plants. <laughs> So like I, it's like I did the effort. But you the, did the effort of the seeds, and it but just didn't work out. It just out. didn't pan out. So then it's I fine. bought the plants. So yeah. um, I think I planted the plants end of May. So this has been like wow. June was a, a growing period. Yeah, yeah, and this is why we um, don't talk about our lives anymore. Because if the most in- exciting thing that I have to talk about is fucking tomatoes, then you know I have nothing in my life going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, embarrassingly so. 
I mean, to be fair, I don't have a ton going on either. I got two new plants. It's very exciting. Um, oh, we I have hate- to get off the plants. Okay. Like, do we have anything exciting except for plants? Um, do we have any? I one have a vacation thing? coming up. Where um, are you going? We're now officially in July. Right. Which means that yes. is only one more month until my birthday. Oh, yeah. So, Jessica's a huge birthday enthusiast. I am. I love a birthday, Wait, especially my birthday. Yeah. I think, like, what's, but, like, I asked you once, what's your perfect birthday? Yeah. And it was, it was, I mean, what's your perfect day? And that's the thing. My birthday, I, okay, I'm like, it's weird. You'd think yeah. by how obsessed I am with my birthday, I'm a high maintenance birthday bitch. You're In not. In fact, it's the opposite. Yeah. I want the entire day to be about me. Like, that's no joke. Like, that's literally, like, from when I wake up until when I go to sleep, the day best be about me, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to eat a nice breakfast. I want to just have what I want on my day. But I'm not a high maintenance bitch. No. Like, I am not someone who's like, we're flying to Cabo on my birthday, bitch. No. I'm like, <laughs> no, there's no I'm Cabo. like I want to chill on my birthday, hang with some friends, eat some good food, get some good prezzies, call it a day. I yeah. like a low-key actual day of, but it right. has to be all about me. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So it's like it could be at home. It just solely has to be about you. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to do anything I don't want to do on my birthday. I'm not doing dishes on my birthday. Get the fuck out of here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that is the attitude. Dishes and that's th- on your birthday is not cute. No, it's not something I'm going to do because it's my effing birthday. And you get – and this is not something that I am like, oh, it's only about me all – it's like – I feel like everyone should be doing this on their birthday. Everyone should take ownership of their birthday mm-hmm. and be like, fuck no, I'm not doing shit I want to do on my birthday. The one thing that I like about the um, daytime company that you work for is that everybody gets off on their birthday. Yes. I feel like best. that's a, you know, a, a rarity. I work on my birthday. I'm a working woman. No, I've literally, I can't think of a single time I have worked on my birthday. I take off for my best friend's birthday, actually. Like, this week is my best friend's birthday, and we're going to the beach, and I'm taking off for her birthday, but I'm not able to take off for my birthday. What does that say about me? What's the psychology of this? If you were Mr. Frost... Is that his name? That's his name, right? I don't know. When you said it, I was like, who the fuck is Mr. Frost? That's his name. That's a therapist's name. All right. All okay. right. I believe it if is you Dr. Were Frost. Mr. Frost. No, it's Dr. Frost. Dr. Dr. Frost. Frost. Sorry. Excuse yeah. me. He did not go. Dare you. He got his fucking PhD, Sarah. Yeah, he did not get his PhD for me to call him Mr. Frost. Okay. Yeah. So if you were Dr. Frost, what yeah. would you say about me if like I take off my friend's birthday, but yeah. not mine? I'd say that you are someone who tends to give more than receive, probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that you are someone who tends to, like, be more uh, concerned with others and right. how they're feeling versus your own feelings. And um, psychoanalysis, why is that, bitch. Why is that important to me? Uh, we don't have to get into that because then we're going to yeah. have to talk about, like, But th- that's a perfect parents. segue that we have, we have segued back into the episode. I know. Amazing um, transition. Thank um, you. Yeah. Once again, it's fantastic. no longer an amazing transition. If it you acknowledge is, it is still an amazing, amazing trans- transition. It's not like you, you, you veto it as soon as you say <laughs> that's an amazing transition. I think it still works. But we're talking mind games. We're talking season four, episode 16 mind games. Um, Gotta say, Joey just continues <laughs> to plummet. Yeah. Joey continues. Blows. I don't know. And I will say worst. 
Um, I don't know if this is a spicy take, but we're getting our first episode of the season, in my opinion, where Dawson is a bit of shit. Uh, and I shall condemn really? him for it. We'll we'll get there. I'll tell you why. We'll get there. Um, but this episode is pretty good. There's a lot going on. I think that I honestly I do think the um the uh the low part, the part that didn't land with me as well was the the Jen and Jack stuff. But well, there is some weird stuff going on with this therapy, and I felt it since the last episode, and I just don't yeah. like the vibes because I gotta tell you. It reminds me of my least favorite television show that I ever watched in my existence, Gypsy. Have you ever Gypsy. heard of Gypsy? I this, have not. Okay, this has haunted me for years. This is a um, a drama series that was on, I think, Netflix. And it's like a Netflix original with Naomi Watts. And basically, she is a therapist and she has like she's addicted to following and stalking her patients. No. Yes. Yes. Wow, how that's so ridiculous and like irresponsible. It is so bad. Like I've never watched a show before that gave me such like cringe vibes and like I was watching it. I'm like I literally hate this show. I hate it. I hate it. The only thing good about it was that its opening theme was the song Gypsy by Stevie Nicks. Such a good song. Yeah. I hated the show so much because like she like she would be like she would say to I don't know, like her she would talk to her patient about like a relationship and then she would go out and find that person's like boyfriend and like befriend the boyfriend. It was no. horrible, horrible. That and is I, like terrible. This might seem like an endearing oh and interesting thing, like concept. Do not watch it. I'm telling no, you, don't, don't watch wa- that show. It don't sounds irresponsible it. and terrible. It's so, so bad. And she got like into a like a relationship with somebody. It was it haunts me that yeah. in the movie, the orphan are two things that just like haunt me. Like I think about it and I just am. I am plagued by it. So yeah. I'm getting or I'm no, I'm not getting orphan vibes. Thank goodness. I'm getting gypsy vibes from. The yeah, it's Dr. not Frost great. Thing. We're going to get into all of it. Um, so yeah. Season four, episode 16, Mind Games. We start off like, oh, my God, Joey and PC have become that couple. They're that terrible. couple that can't keep their hands yeah. off each other in that, public. They're so Bad. Would you have They're ever so guessed bad. that Miss Josephine Potter would have become the prude, the prude, Josephine Potter? Like, literally, I bet that her nickname was like Joey in quotes, the prude Potter. Would you ever have expected oh. her to like be schmoopy schmooperton with PC in public? Uh, I mean, I think that maybe she was jealous of other couples that did that. So maybe I'm, I'm not that surprised, but. I don't think that they were like they're not making out on the lockers like they're not that point, but they're holding hands they're talking intimately. They don't let anybody else at their lunch table. Um, So, yeah, like I think that it's not totally surprising, but it's not a Joey of olden times. It's not a pessimistic Joey that was dating cynical Dawson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like she definitely has loosened up. Like we talked about like vacation Joey, right? When she gets like in the we beginning of the season, she, Joey, 
Me too. Where, where the fuck is vacation, Joey? Bring her back. You know, I was just thinking about when I was watching this episode. I'm like, can you imagine and believe that this is the same season that we said goodbye to Andy? <laughs> oh, that my God. like no. so long ago. It does. Well, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, we're taking these one episode at a time. And we're 16 episodes in and what Andy left in what like episode like three or four or something. It feels like so so long ago. I can't even believe it's the same the same season. It's wild to me. But yeah, Um, I do miss Vacation Joey where she was loose and her hair was wavy and she was wearing like a backless top like she was awesome. But now she's back to reality and she's like, oh, like tied up. I will give her like uh, the benefit of of the doubt that like maybe she is so stressed out about what schools she's going to get into that she is just like an anxiety ball monster. Can we factor that into this? I suppose. But it honestly has felt like. The leading factor in where her stress is coming from is Dawson, Dawson, right? Like when she was on a boat uh, just with Pacey, it was like laissez-faire, living the life, doing whatever I fucking want to do. And now that she's home, I mean, there's other responsibilities, right? She has to keep Mm -hmm. baby Alexander from staying out in the cold. (laughs) She's like running the B&B, making breakfast for everyone. She has school. She has responsibilities for sure. But every single time she's like feeling... anxious about anything it's always to do with Dawson so um they talk about okay let's all just remember for like a split second these are children they are not yet 18 they are in their teen years and like PC and Joey are like we need to find a way to spend an entire night together again um they talk about assuming like names and checking in at the B&B but there's no vacancies um and Pacey's just like let's just go do it in the school right now let's go to the boiler room he's just like what the fuck I mean I don't know I never had a high school boyfriend so I've never had this like ability to even consider that but if you are like a young person that just started having sex I think that the boiler room seems like a good option. I don't I'm sh- I've never heard of somebody having sex at school like actually actually, but I'm sure yeah. it happens. Oh, I'm sure it has. I don't I can't think of a situation in my high school either. I had a boyfriend, but like he wasn't in high school, so it's not like it would have been, right. you know. Right. I mean, I don't way. know. Like I, once again, like I need to ask my popular friends who had boyfriends in high school and they ever actually no, because one of my best friend was dating a guy who was like uber Catholic and that was not even on their radar. Ooh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, allowed. You know, what? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it ever came up. I'm sure people do it all the time, like especially like, oh, in the locker room or, you know, there's places. There's definitely places. But you none, could go. yeah, like, I don't know. I think that it's so 17 to be like, we need a place to yeah. have sex because yeah, you, you can't just have sex. You have to look for it. It's like you, a, have, to, you have to prepare yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you can theoretically you can't bring them back to your home because you live with your parents. Right. Neither of these two live with their parents, but whatever. Um, and you can't date. You're not old enough to like rent a hotel room. Right. And you don't have your own place. You barely have your own room. So 
yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a a unique situation where you have to like find where to have alone time, and it yeah. is very difficult. Or if you are home, you know, you have the open door policy. There's a lot of obstacles. Yeah, there's a lot of obstacles in between you and having sex with your partner. Um, and so they're all like, they're just like figuring out where they're going to have sex. And then Yui comes in. And of yeah. course, Yui comes in to fuck shit up. Yeah, uh, this was actually very funny to me. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he is just like, listen, we have senior polls. So uh, this is going to go into the yearbook. Um, this is oh, this is like what is, su- what are these called superlatives. again? Superlatives. Superlatives. Yeah, every school does these. Yeah. Um and uh and so yeah so he's like let's start with class couple and he goes <laughs> on and on oh these two people are so in love they make the rest of us want to puke on a daily basis it is Joey Potter and Dawson Leary and this of course gets Joey and Pacey's attention and then we go right into the smash cut into the opening credits yeah I thought this was actually my favorite like Yui like. I don't know shenanigan because it's just like so dumb that he like fixed the poles. Yeah. And like, yeah, got you them know, to, and it's like, actually, this is like a bit of Abby Morgan. Like I Abby literally Morgan was going to say this. the same thing. Really? I was, I was going to say the same exact thing that this feels, this feels very like a la detention. This feels very much like something Abby shenanigans. Like it feels like something Abby would do. And I, you know, on second thought, like, I do agree it causes some drama, but not like ruin your life drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's just enough. It's, it's like kind of harmless, but like enough to be like, if I was in the situation, I would be like really, really annoyed about it. So yeah. I thought like on a, on a scale of like, um, one to five of like how much I liked this Yui prank, I would say like a 4.5 really. Yeah. And it. you know what? I kind of love that. Like at the very end, it's like undone by Dawson immediately. Like he's, it's not yeah, even like exactly. something that he's very smart about. Yeah, I kind of like that. Aspect. The, it didn't make it in the yearbook, but I thought this was so funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Superlatives are so fucking fixed. Like it's they're not, so, and they're stupid too. Yeah. That's the thing. They're also dumb. And then like, I don't know about your school, but there was like definite campaigning with superlatives. So, yeah. Um, at least for me, I, I really wanted to get a superlative, but once again, I was just not cool enough to get one. I wanted to get, hmm, when I was in middle school, I wanted to get most dramatic, but I didn't get it because I wanted to be an actress at the time. And then in high school, I wanted most unique, but I didn't get it because somebody more popular than me got it. Yeah. There was a vicious rumor do i hear something like super bad always it's not that bad okay i'm just like being dramatic there was a rumor (laughs) going around that people were going to vote me to have best hair but like as like a mean thing (gasps) because like my hair was not the best hair that's so rude i know i know this is gonna be like fun bad that's just no i know it was mean but I got to tell you, my hair is much better now. Don't you worry. Uh, I, Do you know what I hate? I really hate that, like, we, because we had, like, a best eyes. You know, I don't know if yeah. every school had best eyes. But, like, oh, it I've literally heard this before. was always the blue-eyed people. I know. And then it's I told like, you, what and guess what fuck? I told you? And then I told you that the person that won best eyes for us had green hazel eyes. Oh, you're right. Okay. We did talk about this. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, so, this yeah, is so- why, like, maybe we should just end the podcast, because every story we have is just <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week. Let's move forward. <laughs> so, Joey immediately is just, like, shoving Yui up against a wall. 
Um, and Pacey's just like, well, I have to go to school or I have to go to class. Okay, bye. And she yeah. like he like kisses her and leaves. He's like, you can handle this. This is fine. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we get like, you know, he, Yui's just like, oh, you don't have a sense of humor about any of this. Like, hold come on. on this on. is so great. What did he say about Mrs. Jacobs? I can't comprehend what the sentence is. He says, remind me to tell him about the dimpled chads for him and some Miss Jacobs chick. I don't. Oh, understand. the dimpled chads. What's dimpled chads? It's a, like a voting thing. OK, so do you do you remember the controversy of the hanging chad? It's uh, it's OK. When you vote and you like punch a thing, it like it's supposed to fall out. Basically. Okay. Right. Right. And right. A hanging chad is when it was still clung on by like a little bit. OK. And so the dimpled chads is like, oh, there were some people basically who voted for Pacey and Miss Jacobs. Is what he's oh. <laughs> That's a sick burn, too. If only I yeah. wasn't too stupid to understand that. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's basically saying like, listen, I, he doesn't even know who Miss Jacobs is, obviously. But he's like, damn, oh, like something's he's going on there. about it. He, he's of course, he's definitely gotten the lowdown on that. OK. That's actually a sick burn, too. Why am I like yeah. feeling Yui's shit today? Because Yui is actually a good foil this episode. Oh, unlike usually where he's yeah. like a, just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he's actually stirring drama yeah. that like needs to be stirred. Yeah, I that guess, was a you sick know? burn. I like that, Yui. Good job. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, Oh, you should ca- you should love this. All your like classmates care about you and Dawson. And I love how he's like, <laughs> Oh, you went out how long? About as long as the Spice Girls were popular, which I'm like, Yui. That's inaccurate. Spice Girls were popular for a very long time. Yeah, I, I more I than like, like three months. <laughs> I feel like this is such a like in the times joke because yeah, as somebody who is like thirty years like past the point of when the Spice Girls were popular or less so, we are still obsessed with the Spice Girls. At least I yeah, am. I mean people still love them. Like I don't. I think he's missed the mark on this uh, yeah. particular. Yeah, this joke. is a bad take, Yui, because Spice Girls yeah. will always be popular. Viva forever. Yeah, and I'll so be waiting. <laughs> so, so Joey's just like, it's obvious that you rigged this. Like, I know that it, this is all like this is all you're doing. She's like, this isn't a joke. It's my life. Dawson and I are not a couple. We're just friends. And she like she's obviously upset because it took a very long time, right, for like yeah. the wounds to be healed, and she feels like he's just like you know ripping the stitches open basically yeah yeah and meanwhile dawson who is season four cool boy dawson <laughs> i love how he just like casually like comes in he's like hey everybody what's going on i see that you're beating yui up that's pretty chill what's going on dude yeah this is very funny he's just like oh this is this is hilarious and joey's just like wait you think this is funny he's like it's so absurd like we're not a couple we're just friends where he's just trying to get a rise out of us joey and it's just like where the fuck did like anxiety ridden overthinking dawson go and like i don't know it seems okay i know dawson hasn't had sex right yeah. But, like, it certainly feels like he has. Like, he's super chill. Oh, maybe like, he's getting, like, constant handies at the very least. I was going to say, because, like, we we see later him and Gretchen talk about having sex. They've definitely gone someplace, right? So maybe they that's what to. it is. Either, yeah, he must just be getting, like, the BJs and the handies 24-7 for yeah, him to be this he's mellow. he's definitely getting it out. So he's very chill. I liked it a lot. I liked that he was just like, this is, like, absurd. It's like, we're not even a couple. How can we be a class yeah. couple if we're not a couple? Yeah. No shit's given. Nope. Not a, not a single one. Uh, and so they go they go to class. Um, meanwhile, 
at Leary's Fresh Fish. Gretchen is just like working her little butt off. And Pacey is trying to be subtle about getting Gretchen out of the house. So he's like, oh, just like go drink with Doug. And then, you know, you can crash on his couch if you want. Um, and, uh, Gretchen is just, and Gretchen knows, right? Like she, she immediately senses she's a woman of the world. Um, and she's just like, you had sex, didn't you? You and Joey. (laughs) And it's very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely, uh, can tell she's a very like insightful person, but she also knows her brother. So of course she's like. Okay, you had sex, like, the jig is up, like, fine, whatever. And I love how she's like, I can find a place to be. Yes, Gretchen, great wing woman. She's immediately just like, don't worry about it. I'll find a place to go. Like, you all can have the place to yourselves. Again, these yeah. are children, but we're that's okay. They're not um, children. They're 17 years old. They can have the place to themselves for a night. It's okay. I know. It's just very funny to think of, like, my childhood versus a lot of, like, this is very typical 90s te- uh, like teen TV, like, where they just basically, like, their parents have no influence over them, and they just are allowed to do whatever they want. Honestly, like, once again, better under my roof than anywhere else. Like, That's isn't fair. That, isn't that the the drinking thing? Yeah. Better better under my roof. Yes. Um, and so Gretchen is just like, you know what? That's fine. Like, uh, you and, and Pacey's just like, oh, but, like, I didn't tell you. Like, I wasn't, I didn't want to say anything. And she's just like, you didn't tell me. I pried it out of you. Don't worry yeah. about it. Gretchen is... Like the best class act. We yeah, love Gretchen. I Gretchen's too good for this show. Um, she is. Yeah. She's so good. She's so good. She's like such an understanding sister. She because she's yeah. only a few years older than him. So she gets the game. Like she's like, it's yeah. fine. Like whatever. Like I was that too. Like I had she said that she had a high school boyfriend. So she was probably right. doing the same shit only like three or four years ago. Exactly. And so she's just being like a really great understanding sister. And it's like, I don't want you to have to go through like the trials and tribulations I did. And so here, have a free place for the if night. If you had a younger sister, would you or brother, would you be like this? This is so hard to say. Um, I think I would. I would like to hope. That I would be as hopeful as Gretchen so. is. I think you would be a demon. I think maybe too. I think I would be like a bitch. <laughs> you got to earn your stripes the way I did. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. You're because- not a, like you're not like a helpful sib. Well, the thing is, is it's all a question of if, okay, do I have a younger sibling, but still also have an older sibling or is yeah. this like a, Okay. I think I would be helpful because Mm. I think knowing I think going what I went through as a younger sibling, I would then be like, you know what? I'm not going to be the trash basket to my younger sibling. Like, I'm going to help him out. Yeah. Okay. there we go. I think that's probably right. right. You never know. You never have any like people that are a few years younger than you that you feel like you're an older sister type figure to. No. Okay. (laughs) Not even in the PSR Discord where you are, you have uh, Oh, see, of- I just view that as more like friendships mm. than sibling chips. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I've been in like situations like with, especially like with interns where I feel like it's an older sister type relationship. Yeah, I could see that. You're like guiding them through yeah. their, you know, uh, yeah. career. And then, or their relationships bleeds over and then they you know complain about relationships and then they're all like married before me 
That's oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that's how it goes down. <laughs> All right. All Off right. to therapy. Yeah, I love. Okay, so <laughs> Mr. Dr. Frost. Okay, I love Mr. How- Doctor. I love how remember how in the last episode we're like there's so many seating options I love how she switched seating options yeah she's she switched not, it up she's, she's not no sitting longer, on the couch yeah, like without no, leaning back exactly so she switched over to the couch and then he he has a, his swivel chairs like facing there I I'm so obsessed with the design of this place because I was like, where did the black ottoman go? Where did it go? And then if you look <laughs> behind him, there's the black ottoman, but there's still space for like 50 more chairs in this there's office. There's a lot of spots for chairs. There's no yes, rug. Well, there might be a rug, actually. There's so much space. And then he has like one rando plant in front of a door. Like, I am so tickled mm-hmm. by this office. It's humongous. Yes. Yeah. And we get... Um, him asking her about Jack, basically, like, why, why do you have such a great relationship with Jack? And she's just like, he listens, we have fun, and I can trust him. And Dr. Frost asks, if he were straight, you couldn't trust him? And she's like, I didn't say that. And he asks, what about girls? And she's like, what, you mean sleeping with them? And he's like, no, trusting them. Um, and she just says, girls suck. It's like they get a lobotomy the day they hit puberty. Um... Oh, one day you're all milling around FAO Schwartz in the rainbow bright section. The next day someone gets breasts. And after all, uh, after that, it's all about getting boys to like you. And whoever dies thinnest wins. This is very 90s, right? Like everything about Jen's statement is very 90s. Jen does feel like the girl who's never gotten along with girls because Mm. of a thing called slut shaming. Mm. Um, I think that's like been the main reason Jen has never had good female friendships. Yeah, I am not surprised to hear any of this from Jen, um, especially from what we've seen in this show. I do think that this is genuinely her experience with female friends. I think that... Joey is the perfect example of why and how guys get in between a friendship. And Joey was always the one who was kind of an asshole to Jen. And she was always the one that, like, you know, put Dawson in between their friendship and was never able to fully get there. And I think that Jen really tried. We talked a lot about in the first season how much Jen was always trying. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I'm not surprised that she feels this way about women. Yeah. And she does say like teenage sluts aren't born. They're made. Um, and so we I think we already knew this, but she does say, yeah, like sex before my 13th birthday wasn't a good idea. I didn't know she was 12. That is so young. It's so young. And on top of that, um, you know, she says that she was drunk the first time, the first, the second, the third time she had sex, which again Drinking before the age of 13 in general is like really rough. But then also when you compound that with the fact that that's those were her first sexual experiences. I mean, we meet Jen when she was 16 years old. Right. So then there's like four years of experience on top of when we met her. Yeah. Like it's crazy to me because it's really like how did she get herself into this situation? Was it the parents negligence from a very young age? Like, where was she going at 12 years old? And yeah, um, also, she lived in New York City, I guess, like breeds more opportunity for this type of stuff. But it really is wild. Like, I guess I was thinking when she was doing all of this, 
you know, dark meth past stuff. I think yeah. I was thinking she was more like 14. I didn't realize that very, she, she's very young. I mean, 12 year. I mean, she's in middle school at 12, right? Yeah. So like sixth grade ish or something. Sixth, seventh, uh, seventh grade, I think. So I guess if you're in that, I mean, if you're in that situation, I guess it's not too surprising. But I was very shocked to hear that she was 12 years old. There's a, it's a lot, right? And like, I think this is the type of stuff that comes out in therapy. And I, I do, I, I, I gotta say, uh, a lot of questionable things about Dr. Frost, as we'll see later. I really don't like him saying like, oh, I'm much better at this than you think I am. Like, bro, calm down. It's just like very strange because uh, she obviously turns it around on him sometimes. Like, oh, you know, like, I want to know more about you, blah, blah, blah. And their time is up, so it's going to have to wait until next Tuesday. Um, but we'll, we'll get into more of Dr. Frost later. Because uh, back at the Fresh Fish house, uh, Gretchen is just doing her best. She's working hard when Dawson comes in. Um, and Gretchen is just like, oh, I have, I'm like working, you know, until a waitress comes in or your mom comes in. And this is when Gretchen finds out that uh, Dawson's parents are going to be out of town. And... I don't know. I found it a little weird that Gretchen was like, Dawson, weren't you going to tell me this? And it's just like, what? why would he tell? What? what do you mean? Like when you're a teenager, if your parents are out of town, you're throwing the bragers, you're having a party, you're getting guys to come over, girls to come over. I think it is a little surprising that he wasn't like, oh, Gretchen, like my parents are going to be gone. Like you should like sleep over. I don't know. I think, like, I do I think, think for Dawson, though. I think for Dawson, though, he didn't want it to be like he's what did he say? He's like, it's the worst come on ever. Huh, yeah, like, that's true. Which yeah. I feel like Dawson, knowing how, like knowing what we know about Dawson four seasons into the show, it makes sense to me that he wouldn't say anything out of the fear that it's going to come off like, oh, you should come over and I could fucking put my dick in you. Like, right. you know, like I, I just think he wants to avoid sounding like that dude. Yeah, he wants to avoid sounding like that dude, but like he should have desires as well, you know. Like I, fair, yeah. I think he's just testing. Uh, you know what it is? He's not like I a think, normal seventeen-year-old boy. Well, no, but I also think everything going on, everything that happened with Joey, has got him in such an anxious place with relationships. Yeah, he is so nervous to fuck anything up, right? Because yeah. he feels like he loved and lost, yeah. and so now he's playing it very, very safe with Gretchen because he doesn't want to fuck things up with her. And meanwhile, he should realize by now, Gretchen is a cool girl. Like she is not an anxious mess. She's not someone who scares easily. Like you could literally say a lot of things to Gretchen that wouldn't scare her away. Yeah, totally. I exactly. I think that he's using experiences from past relationships and projecting them onto how Gretchen would react. And it's not totally yeah. fair, but it's you know that's how you learn about the world is your relationships and previous experiences. So yeah, he's trying not to. He literally says in this episode, "I'm trying not to make the same mistakes that I have before." Yeah. Yeah, and uh, take that, Dr. Frost. Who's the psychologist now? We can read <laughs> Dawson for filth. Um, and so, yeah, so they agree, like, Gretchen's going to come over with some videos and popcorn, and they're going to watch the movies later tonight. Um, so, meanwhile, at uh, Gretchen and Pacey's apartment, 
um, Joey is there and she like immediately jumps Pacey like as soon as she gets there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so uh, just as a clarification, since they have had sex, have they been continually having sex or have they not? Like I, it sounds from the way they put it of like we haven't had a night alone in two weeks. I think they're having sex, but it's not like they don't get an entire night to themselves. Because okay. I think, like, come on. Like, you're going to tell me you teenager can't find, like, like four places seconds. to have sex yeah. or something. Yeah. I, I When I first was watching the episode in the beginning, it sounded like they hadn't. But then this scene made it sound like that they have been having sex. Yeah. Because uh, he says, uh, yeah, especially because the way Joey says this, we spent nine months talking. We've been doing this for two weeks. Right. So exactly. it makes it sound like they have been having yeah. sex. Okay. Good for um, them. I, I thought that, I don't know, Joey would be the type to like make him wait another nine months. Oh, God. Like, I think it's it's interesting considering all the like what happened last episode. But it seems like that seemed to have been like a um a makeup situation. And now they're, you know, back to doing it. And so, um, so Joey, of course, is concerned, like, oh, like, this is, this is a very teenager thing where it's like, when is so-and-so coming home? Oh, gosh. I hate that. I hate You had to, like, plan out your sex. You hated it, but also you liked it because there was a little bit of, like, a, will we get caught? That type of situation. So it made it, like, a smidge exciting, but also it's such a pain in the butt. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You're like, oh, shoot. Okay, we got to plan around these people's schedules. And so Pacey's just like, oh, she's going to crash somewhere else and we'll have the whole place to ourselves for the night. Um, And Joey immediately is just like, oh, so she knows. And he's like, no, she figured it out for herself. Are you mad? Are you mad? Like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm not mad. I'm just like, I'm embarrassed, but it'll pass. And he's like, it's not a problem. Like, you know, I'm I'm willing to do anything to make sure this isn't a problem. And Joey says, it's not a problem. But when they hug, we see her face. And bitch has a problem. This is, I don't know. She is the queen of the look to the side. She truly, you're so spot on with that. I've never had a character that is more, like, perfect at doing this. But it's like, she always does the look to the side. Yeah. She, she's perfected it at this point, right? Like, she's perfected the, I'm not going to tell you what's truly going on in my head, but... All the people on the TV screen are going to see it. Um, (laughs) And so we know this is a problem for her because, because Gretchen knows and she lied to Dawson. And it's only a matter of time before the truth comes out. Henny, this is why you don't lie. That's what she's worried about. That's why she didn't want to tell Gretchen. She didn't want it to get back to Dawson. She's lying to Pacey saying that it's like nobody's been. I mean, I don't think that she feels like it's. I don't know. Like, I feel like this whole Dawson thing wasn't a situation. I don't know if she would be as much as like, we can't tell anybody except each other. But then again, there's people that are very private and they like to keep their personal lives private and they don't want to talk about their sex lives. I don't think it would be as big of a deal without the Dawson situation. Like, I don't think she would be as resistant. I think at this point she would just be like, oh, Okay, well, I guess that's fine then. I think she would like hold off on telling people, but when it, it did eventually come out, I don't think she would have like a big reaction. I think she'd be like, okay, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a whole, this is the star of a whole heap of events of this episode. Um, meanwhile, Jack and Jen are playing junior detective. 
um, and sitting at a coffee shop staring at Dr. Frost's office. I thought this was so funny. So Poor Jack just gets roped into this shit. He really does. So, like, this is, like, the series of of events. Like, Jack and Jen want to hang out. Fine. Normal. But then Jen wants to go to this very specific coffee place. And then Jack is like, okay, like, can we go here? Can we go to the park? No, I need to go to this one coffee place. Okay. Then Jen arrives at the coffee place and is like, we need to sit at this particular table. And I need to sit in this particular seat. And Jack is just like, okay. At what point of time do you think that Jack realizes they're just here to spy on Dr. Frost? Um, I don't think it takes him very long. Yeah. I guess I think I don't think Jen is very good at being subtle about this. And like the fact that she's just like, we have to sit here. <laughs> it's just like it's too much. And he's and also they've had 16 refills. They're at a coffee shop. How are they not dead from a caffeine overdose? I would this be getting the much. jitters. I would be getting the anxious. You'd be jitters. peeing every two seconds as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're just like those little espressos. Maybe. Um, and so, yeah, so they're spying on um, they're spying on Dr. Frost's office. And Jen says, uh, like, he knows everything about me, um, yeah. stuff that I haven't even told you. I don't know anything about him. Um, and he says, she says, for all I know, the guy could be a promise keeper or a Christina Aguilera fan, <laughs> <laughs> which again, such a topical reference of the time. It very much is. Was this before or after Christina Aguilera went dirty? Let's see. I uh, think dirty. it's after. The song Dirty. When did it come out? Okay. So the album was released in 2002. Where are we? Let's I see. I think Dawson's we're in 2002. Creek season four. We might be. Uh, 98. Yeah, we're in 2002. Oh, my gosh. It's when she went dirty. Nasty. <laughs> uh, I used to love that song. Yeah, no more genie in the bottle. You got to oh grab me the yes. right way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what do you think about this? Like as somebody in therapy, have you ever wondered about your therapist's life? Okay, this is going to make me sound like a selfish asshole. Not particularly. Like, I've wondered. So, I do know very little about my therapist in terms of, like, um, okay, so she, we took, like, a few weeks off, right? Like, she's like, oh, we're going um, we're going to, like, meet my grandson or what, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know a little. Um, I know enough to know, like, she agrees with my, like, political alignments and, like, those beliefs. And to me... I don't I guess it's more important that I know that stuff versus the factual information. Like, do I need to know how many kids she has or where she grew up or what her favorite color is? Like, no, I don't need to know any of that. The fact that I think we can connect on a different level, like an emotional level and like a spiritual level to me matters more Mm -hmm. than like what car she drives. Okay, Um, that's fair. So I know I haven't I haven't wondered because I, I feel like it's also like. I mean, Jen is being super inappropriate. Like, it's just like, that's yeah. not any, it's, it's, it's not, first of all, it's not cool to be, uh, stalking someone. Um, like, let them live their life and have their own privacy. Yeah. Um, totally. So, you know, <laughs> totally. But I don't know. Have you ever wondered this stuff about, uh, yeah, of course yeah. I have. Um, I, I've had like three counselor therapists in my life. The first one in college actually did, 
the way that he was able to connect with me was comparing himself to his life. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily appropriate, especially since I've had other therapy where that is nowhere near what we did. But yeah. at that time, I really appreciated that about my therapist being able to relate to me. Um, then afterwards, I saw um, two other therapists that are much more professional and do not know that or do that. And I knew barely anything about either of them. And yeah. I did. Of course, I wondered. Like, I wanted to know. Like, I didn't know if they were married or if they had kids or if they did. Like, you know, I was. Um, so, yeah, like, of course, I wondered. And, you know, I'm not a I'm not gypsy from that show gypsy i don't or jen i don't follow them around yeah. or google them or whatever there's definitely a reason why um these rules and these like uh bore you know these it's for safety right on it, both yeah, totally. sides yeah, of, totally. the, of the therapist's couch right yeah. it's it's for safety of the therapist and for the safety of the patient yeah yeah i mean you yeah. have to put up these walls for for that reason but i i understand where jen is coming from where she's saying he knows like everything about me or a lot about me and i know nothing about him it's right. A and weird I think situation to be in. I will say like the Dr. Frost's style of therapy would not work for for me. Um it, and it may work for some. This is not me like necessarily. I will I will shade him later. We'll get there. But like I would say like his style of therapy doesn't work for me necessarily. Where like everything he does turns into a question and I don't think that that would work on like for me and like what I am trying to get out of therapy yeah. like for as a as a very like quick example right like the the most recent stuff in the news this is totally going to date this podcast but that's fine of like the supreme court ruling and, and all of that um I I really struggled with it and I was talking to my therapist who is a woman about this stuff and she like she Having someone else say, yeah, this is tough. Everyone would be struggling this week, right? Like I'm struggling too. Like hearing that from my therapist does help. It may not help some people. Um, it, You may need your therapist to seem like someone who is like um, knows more than you or you know what I mean is in a different realm than you. But for me, I felt like it was something we could connect on and it made me feel better. And so I think like there are different styles of therapy for everyone. Um. But yeah, what Jen is doing is really crossing a line that I and I'm not surprised. Right, she is a teenager. We have to remember, um, as as emotionally intelligent as we as she feels, um, she does things that are bad. And so mm -hmm. she's like, her and Jack and Jack, poor Jack, unwilling Jack, is getting roped into this. Uh, he walks out of the office, and they're like, oh, there he is. Okay, great. So they follow. They decide they're gonna follow him, um, and uh, and so they leave. They leave the coffee house. Meanwhile. Pacey's trying to order pizza and apparently like he's he's ordering pizza from like a Portuguese place and he doesn't know how to speak Portuguese. <laughs> like this is so strange. I know. But if you are calling the Portuguese place, you would assume that you could order in whichever language you choose, whether that be English or Portuguese. I just but think it's funny. Like we're on like, you know, we're kind of in on like the Cape. And like, well, there's this Portuguese place 
that they're ordering. It's just like very strange. Like, I don't know uh, where I, I mean, obviously I live in New York, but I don't, I don't live in, I don't live in the city. And like, there are like 15 pizza places that I yeah. can order from that would all deliver. So I think it's interesting. There's like, he's calling the one pizza place that, that you can't, he doesn't know how to speak Portuguese and he can't order. <laughs> fromage. Uh, fromage is French, by the way. Uh, so I don't know why they're trying uh, speaking French and grande is Spanish. So they're like very much mixing languages here. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Um, and so meanwhile, and I do, I, I think the only reason they have this obviously is so that we can get Gretchen and Joey by yeah, themselves. Exactly. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Joey, like not so subtly is basically just like, don't say anything. Um, and like, again, Gretchen being the coolest bitch ever is just like, who am I going to tell? Like, I'm not going to say anything. Don't worry about it. And Joey says, and I quote, Certain people have no need to know this information because it would only hurt them and bring back painful memories. Mm -hmm. And it's not what I wanted this to be about. And Gretchen rightfully says, you guys are just friends, friends. And she says, we are. We're just not the type of friends who tell each other everything the second it happens. And if he were to hear something like that, you know, something about me, I would want it to be from me. I ugh, go ahead. I, I mean, I I agree with that. And I think that Gretchen respected her wishes up into the point where she felt as though well, she didn't tell. Did she tell Dawson? She, I forgot. But she didn't. She yeah. didn't tell Dawson. Exactly. I think Gretchen is like the most mature one around. Exactly. Right? She was just like, yeah. stop lying to everybody and stop keeping secrets to everybody right. to everybody. I just I don't like that. Joey is saying to Dawson's girlfriend that like mm-hmm. oh if he finds out jo- Pacey and I had sex it's gonna hurt him it's just like I, it, I to think me, that Gretchen's in a really weird spot right now because she has loyalties to a lot of people she's dating Dawson she's sisters to Pacey who's uh, involved she's developing a friendship with Joey it's like she's kind of in the worst spot ever but yeah like I think that is it like is this coming from it's kind of like is this appropriate if uh, Joey, the friend of Gretchen, is asking her to keep it to herself? No. Is it inappropriate for Gretchen, the sister, to be asked to keep this to herself? No. Is it inappropriate to ask Dawson's girlfriend to keep it to herself? Yes. So it's like, yeah, there's so many factors and she's so like crazy, like embedded into the situation without there's being two, in yeah. the situation that it is uncomfortable and it's like once again like as Gretchen's sister and as Joey's sorry as Pacey's sister and as Joey's friend it's not that inappropriate to just be like keep it to yourself you know but yeah it's when the factor is that she's dating Dawson yeah it feels a little weird and on top of that I just don't like the idea I think Joey is very selfish in a lot of ways this episode and one of the ways in which she's selfish is saying like oh I know he's dating you now but hearing that me and Pacey slept together will break his heart you know what I mean like I just think that's like such a even if you think that that's fine but saying it to to Gretchen I think belittles her relationship I think it's like oh you're nothing compared to the way he felt about me and I know she's not saying that directly but I feel like it insinuates it in a way where if I'm Gretchen I feel like fucking shit and I just I don't like it I also feel like Gretchen could be like at this point at least she can be a little bit like 
There's no proof that Dawson is still hung up on Joey. So I feel like if I was Gretchen and I had no evidence that Dawson was thinking about Joey at all, then I would be like, okay, Joey, like you're thinking a lot about yourself right now. Like whatever you say, like Dawson's obsessed with me. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I could see that. Um, and so Gretchen agrees not to say anything, but she does warn Joey. She's like, listen, it's not hard to guess. Like you look super happy, like, which again is a compliment, but yeah, yeah. she's right. Um, and so Gretchen leaves and, uh, PC's like, oh, where are you spending the night? And she says Dawson's. And so she leaves and like immediately there's just this sense of like uncomfortableness in the air. Ugh, these two are just like such a freaking mess because once again, they're thinking about two totally different things. Pasty's thinking about, ew, like my ex-best friend slash best friend is going to be messing with my sister. Like this yep. is so like ick. And she, uh, Joey, is worried that they're going to be talking about Pasty and herself. Yep. Yeah, I think that it's it's so interesting. It's fascinating kind of the mixture of concerns. You know, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. And it's it's kind like, of like they're, they keep having this conversation like this is making you feel uncomfortable, right? This is like really weird. But they're it's not the same reason why they're feeling weird about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's not at all. Um, and so, uh, right. So then we're back to Jack and Jen and they're in a bookstore and – Jen is having like Jack spy for her. He's like, she's like, what is he reading? So I love this moment where Jack is like, oh, he's looking at interview with a vampire. So obviously he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, were, uh, we, re- so we uh, watched that movie not too long ago. In October. I just thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was very funny that like that that comes back into play, yeah. especially because he's just like uh, you party all night with eternal youth in a great wardrobe. What other segment of the population does that appeal to? <laughs> it was very funny. Um, and so he's like, oh, he's moving. He's moving. Uh, and so they bump into him and it's very uncomfortable. And I don't like how Jen is just like, oh, this is my friend, Jack. Jack, this is my and and freaking Dr. Frost is just like, oh, friend. Tom Frost, which I guess you can't out that she's in therapy, mm-hmm. but it still felt very uncomfortable to me. Uh, Yeah, but what else are you going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I just like I just felt like a certain way about it. Um, But I really hate I think I think it's kind of compiled on the fact of what happens next where they're like she's in the poetry section. So he's asking, oh, do you like poetry? Blah, blah, blah. And then she asks like, oh, well, what do you like? And he hands her like a, a flyer. And um, uh, for a poet that's going to be reading at an art festival tomorrow. Yeah. And he says, maybe I'll see you there. And I just think it's like super inappropriate because it yeah. feels like you're fraternizing with one of your patients yeah. outside of therapy. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You're not supposed to maybe possibly try to purposely meet each other outside of the setting. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's not right. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's really weird and we'll get to it even. And also I got to say, I brought, I brought up Shel Silverstein at some point recently and they, and Jen, she's like, I like poetry where the sidewalk ends. And I'm like, bitch, I just mentioned that. I did. I don't remember remember. was on this podcast or something else, but I definitely brought it up. Oh no, it was on Boy Meets World because it was the episode that Corey was, uh, doing poetry. Yes, that's correct. Um, 
So yeah, meanwhile, we have a super uncomfortable scene with Pacey and Joey. Can we talk about this surfboard coffee table that they have? Uh, <laughs> absolutely wild. I, yeah, they, these people are, it's like this like nautical themed home. Like it's very eclectic, this, this yeah. home. Uh, but yeah, we have a surfboard on like four peg legs. It's uh, very yeah. interesting. But then yeah. it's seated in front of a couch with like florals, like a grandma's couch. What they did was they go out on big trash day and collect their furniture. <laughs> That's how they got all this stuff. That's why yeah. everything seems so mismatched because this is just like a hodgepodge of like a bit of everything. I could see that. Yeah. Um, and so they have this super uncomfortable conversation where Joey's just like, oh, I'm sure she's just going to like stop by Dawson's. Then she's going to go out. Then she's going to go back to Doug's. Uh, and she's like, so what if Mitch and Gail are out of town? And this is news to Pacey. He did not know. Um, mm-hmm. it's their last, it's like they're, it's a, it's a baby moon. A baby, before baby moon moons existed. before we call them baby moons. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's, she says, I'm sure it's nothing. And of course, PC says it has to be nothing. The alternative is too horrifying to contemplate. Uh, Joey says, she's your sister. He's our friend. Any way you look at it, it's weird. And so PC wants to know how weird she thinks it is. Uh, and Joey says, out of four stars or on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> she's just like, he's like, do you care, though? And she says, no. And he says, he says, no. And it's just like. She says, it's none of our business. It ruins the mood. I'm not going to let that happen after we've waited for so long. Once again, it's like she is like she is only thinking about this. And then she kind of like puts him down by being like, we shouldn't think about this. It's it's. Yeah. I don't know. I just. okay. It feels like there's so much not being said. Oh, yeah, right absolutely. Now. Yeah, their commun- communication is absolute trash. And this is why, and I know, okay, like, I don't mean to, like, I, here we go. The Jossie fans love the PC and Joey of it all. They love the PC and Joey. They think they're, like, kismet. But it is so hard when, like, I feel like they were, like doomed from the start if that makes sense because Joey and Dawson were a thing I think if if they weren't in high school and they didn't have to see Dawson all the time and still yeah. interact with him all the time it would be very different but they are in high school and they do see Dawson all the time and it is forever this like black cloud over their relationship and I think yeah. that's why it's so hard for the pandy fans of the world aka me and you to be like Oh, this is the best relationship ever because we saw what it was like when PC and Andy were together and their communication worked so well. And they didn't have this black cloud of like Joey and Dawson looming over them constantly. Yeah. And and I'm trying to think of like, okay, when were the best Joey and PC times? And I think it was like, I don't know, when they first started stolen kisses. It was stolen kisses, stolen and it was kisses. when they were, like, on the boat together for three months. Yeah. And we didn't even get to see that. Right. And it was, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, we love the wall, blah, 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 I guess. Um. So, yeah, like, I just don't think, like, it's, like, all the buildup was really good and spicy and exciting. But yeah. the fallout of when they're actually in a relationship is just, like, ugh. And maybe it's kind of like the Ross and Rachel effect. Like maybe we like more the so they the will they. they won't they more than yeah. them being an actual couple. I think so too because 
Pandy didn't have a long will they won't they moment and I think be again and I, I don't mean to talk about Andy so much when she's not here anymore but like Andy as a character gripped our hearts in a way that was like we were rooting for her and to have Pacey on her side and like help her through the struggles at the same time she's helping him through some struggles yeah. their relationship felt even it felt like on an even playing field yeah and when you have the the Dawson involvement in the Joey and, and Pacey relationship it doesn't ever feel like it's on no. even footing no I agree and I even think that like Gretchen and Dawson are more on the same page in general than these two like yeah. I'm still fully in the Gretchen relationship like I'm really 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 into it I Am to a point we'll get to actually let's get to it now because we're at this next scene where I'm like a little bit concerned here. Um, so we're at Dawson's house and we have Gretchen and Dawson just like chilling, snuggling, watching some movies together. Um, the, very high school relationship to me, like just chilling, watch movies on a couch. Um, and so they're talking about. Uh, they're talking about I don't even know what movie they're talking about. She loved the guy so much she made the same mistakes all over. Again, excuse me. And she got to sleep with the motorcycle guy. And then Dawson says, yeah, but all that crap about her and Nick Cage being soulmates. Jim Carrey was good, though. What the hell movie are they talking about? Uh, Nick let's Cage see. and Jim it's, Carrey. Okay, so Jim... It's a Jim Carrey and Nick Cage movie filmed before 2002. All right. Let's see. Oh, is it Peggy and Peggy Sue got married, maybe? Um, that stars both of them. That would make sense. And Dawson loves old films, so I feel like that makes a lot of sense. That would be the, and, the yeah. poster for this looks very interesting. I gotta say, it's very intriguing. Oh, maybe. Oh no, it's an '86 movie. I know it's an '80s. We can't do it. But oh man, maybe one day when we do movies that like are mentioned in either Boy Meets World or Dawson's Creek or yeah. something, we could add that one. And so they're like, okay, let's uh, let's get another movie. And so Gretchen digs in her bag to pick out the next film and pulls out a nightshirt and a toothbrush. And Dawson, of course, takes note and he has to say something. He's like, oh, do you normally like go out with these? And she says, I just like to be prepared for whatever possibility might come come up. Mm -hmm. And again, Dawson or um, excuse me, Gretchen is she has her hands tied here. Yeah, she, she can't say, she can't oh, say I'm it. giving Pacey and yeah. Joey their space. Correct. It's like, ugh, it's impossible for her. Yeah, she's in a really, really, really bad spot. And Dawson is very, like, observant. He's like, what's up with that? Now, Gretchen could just say, I'm spending the night with Doug tonight. Like, we're going, I don't know. She can make up a lie. But then once again, like, maybe Gretchen doesn't want to lie to her boyfriend. Exactly. I don't think, I think she's trying to play, ride that line as best she can. Yeah. And, and I, I also think Gretchen is just like, well, why wouldn't I spend the night here? Like, you know what I mean? Like she wants to leave that open as right. well. Right. And yeah. So she says, Oh, this is really awkward. And I love Gretchen's approach here. She says, let's just talk about it. Yeah. You know, sex, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get it out in the open and we're going to feel better. And I love this approach. And I feel like this very much parallels or mirrors Dawson's approach to things. Let's talk about it. Yep. Totally. Totally. I mean, like we know that all Dawson wants to do is talk and talk and talk about it. Exactly. And I guess they're in a situation where you know he doesn't have any experience so he, there's not much to talk about and she is much more experienced so she's more open about talking about sex but yeah they're kind of not on the same 
they don't have the same type of experience, so it's hard for them to relate to each other with this. Yeah, exactly. And so Gretchen admits, like, she the first time she had sex with, with, with her high school boyfriend, and Dawson's like, ugh, I hated him. Uh, and so Dawson says, this is unfair. Like, I've, I've never had sex. Um, she's just like, okay, but you probably still have feelings on the topic. You've yeah. obviously thought about it. And this is where I'm going to deduct points from, from Dawson uh, a smidge. Because he, so he says, with Jen, I was 15. And I don't think it ever really would have occurred to me to ask. But Joey, I thought everything was perfect. She wanted to wait, which was fine. And then everything that happened, happened. And when they got back, she says, I was relieved, which is lame, I know. It's just, I don't know, a part of me was still clinging to the insane notion that Joey and I were destined to lose our virginity together. Now, okay, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. When he says, when they got back, I was relieved. Right. Is he talking about when they got back on the boat or when they got back from the ski trip? I thought that when I was thinking specifically when he got back from the the summer the boat okay and then that makes sense to me yeah because then he was because we had the question where it's like oh you know joey said there's nothing for you to worry about um and i think that i mean the only thing i'm gonna say to defend dawson is he is being very very open with like how he's actually feeling and i at this point in time he's not saying like and i still wish that's the case now. He's like, at the time, yeah. I was relieved because I always thought I was holding on to the thought that we would lose it to each other. And I think that this is like a very like private thing to share with somebody, but he's sharing it with somebody he loves. He's not or really likes. He's not trying to make Gretchen feel bad in this situation. Well, so here's the OK. So it doesn't this is not where I'm like deducting points from him yet. OK, because he just says like. This is before they got together, right? Joey and Dawson get back from, or Joe, excuse me, Joey and Pacey get back from their boat trip. And he's just like, I kind of wish they had just done, just, you know, I thought they had done it, but I was very relieved that they hadn't. Yeah. Um, and Gretchen agrees. She's like, well, it doesn't, you know, she was your first girlfriend. Like, of course, that makes a lot of sense. And then he says, I kind of wish they'd just done it on the boat or they do it now and get it over with to put the final nail in the coffin of Dawson and Joey. And this is where I'm like, Again, I love Dawson being honest and being very upfront. It's not that. It's more like, how is it that you have a new girlfriend and you're not saying that the final nail is in the coffin yet? Like, I yeah, feel like it's a little very, disrespectful. That's very, very, it is. It is. That's very fair. And I don't know how this is supposed to make Gretchen feel. I mean, I think he's kind of, um, I think that he's kind of using Gretchen in a way that it's like he knows that Gretchen's not the type to blow up on him. So he's just like, you know, assuming that she's going to be cool with whatever comes out of his mouth. That's what I think it is. He's taking her being cool a little bit like for advantage. Like he is. He's taking advantage of that fact. And so then Gretchen says, how do you know that they haven't yet? And he says, oh, she told me, especially for us. That's like that's very adult. I asked her and she told me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's it. Like, it's so interesting the way they cut this episode where it's like all of a sudden we go to commercial break, we come back and Dawson and Gretchen are like completely opposite ends of the couch watching TV. Yeah, I thought this was so weird. It almost made you feel like you missed something. I guess like what happened was like maybe Dawson felt like he said too much in the situation. Maybe Gretchen is ruminating on the fact that now she's holding on to a lot of information and she's in a position once again 
do I, am I loyal to my boyfriend? Am I loyal to my brother? Am I loyal to my friend Joey? Like she's in a position where she's like, I don't really, I'm holding this information and now I'm forced to lie to Dawson or withhold yeah. information from Dawson, somebody that I'm actually trying to form a intimate relationship with. We yep. were just talking about sex. How am I supposed to be in the most intimate act with another person yet holds on to this humongous secret? I think that yep. she's just kind of thinking like I am in a crappy situation right here. And why in the world did Joey lie? I think that this makes Gretchen feel like maybe before this, she didn't think that there was much between them still. But after this, after the fact of what Dawson said and the fact yeah. that Joey is keeping the secret from Dawson, that makes Gretchen feel like crap. There's something here. And where do I fit into this picture? Exactly. And it's made worse because she can't she can't say anything. She's really trapped in this yeah. situation because she's upset and she's like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And she like avoidance. Right. That's like what she's doing right now. Um, and Dawson notices it right where she keeps moving farther away from him on the couch. She's like, I, I just I should go. Um, and he's just like, what? That's a really drastic solution. She's like, no, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go. And he says, it's some kind of misunderstanding. Like you should stay. She's like, uh, I was wrong, wrong about something very wrong. Just don't ask me any more questions. Let me go. And like you said, to your point, she doesn't want to lie to him. Like she's just, I think that she's, she's like, the longer I stay here, the more likely it is yep. that I tell him the truth and to keep her promises she's like i gotta i gotta just go which again big ups to gretchen because i think it would be so easy for her right here to be like joey lied to you and just tell him the truth yeah uh gretchen's super super mature i can't say that i would do the same i would just i would probably just blab about it honestly i would too because i'd be so pissed off I that mean, like yeah she's in such a bad situation i guess like what she wants to do is go back and kind of like check her homework a little bit and be like hello like what's going on here like i think yeah. that she's still trying to the best situation possible would be for joey to come clean to dawson of course definitely that Absolutely. would be the best situation possible but which that's is what on she's joey that's on exactly joey. Like, you can't, can't force, force her to do it exactly yeah and she's gretchen is uh by far the most emotionally mature person of this this friend group obviously now she supersedes jen who previously was but like she's older it makes more sense right yeah. um so Let's go to a quick commercial break. Then we're going to come back and get into all the drama with the Pacey Joey Gretchen situation. We will be right back. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay. Oh, so, uh, Joey's in the kitchen and Pacey comes downstairs and Joey's just like, oh, I wanted to make you breakfast, but you don't have any. <laughs> you don't have anything. Um, and so she's just like, she's wearing his clothes and she's just like, okay, like, here you go. Like, here's a list. Go shopping. Milk, egg, syrup. This is what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to go shower. Uh, and then he goes to leave and Dawson's outside because he is looking for Gretchen. Um, and he's like, oh, she's probably just over at Doug's. Like he's poor Pacey is trying to not reveal Joey's here while also like, you know, riding that really awkward line of like, you're looking for my sister who I thought was at your house, but yeah. apparently she may be at Doug's how, house. It's a whole thing. It makes me realize like how much the Witter siblings are doing to make Dawson and Joey comfortable. Yeah, it's too much. It's far too much. And Dawson, being a very, very good boyfriend, is just like, no, I'm really worried. Like, can can we check to see if she's here now? Like, I'm I'm actually really worried about her. I haven't heard from her. And like, can I can I call like from your house? Obviously, it's before cell phones and everything. So Pacey says, Yeah, sure. So as they walk inside, of course, Joey overhears them talking. And uh and Joey hides. Again, it's very like I understand why, like, it'd be kind of awkward for this to be the reveal, but it's just like, come on, like, it's all so much. And again, like you said, poor PC and Gretchen are the ones really getting shafted in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. They're they're working really, really hard to keep, I don't know, like, everybody's secrets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And so... We're at the poetry reading. <laughs> it's ugh, this scene. It doesn't do it for me. It's not good. It's just it's all bad. And I don't. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. So basically they're at the poetry reading and Jen is looking, looking, looking for her therapist, Dr. Frost. And Jack is calling her out on it. He's basically saying to her, um, hey, like, I know who you're looking for. Like, he's not coming. Give it up. And then guess who shows up? Dr. Frost and sits right next to Jen. She says, a- like, oh, you saved me a seat or whatever. No, she didn't. They're sitting on a, a three seated sofa in the middle. Yeah, it's so awkward and very weird. And just like, and and again, Jack is like accusing Jen of like wanting to date him. And Jen's like, no, he's not my type. I just, I want to know like more about him. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. Um, I, It doesn't work for me. Is it, I don't know. How do you read the situation with Jen? Does she truly just want to know more about her therapist? Is that what's going on here? I hope so. But I, it's just not the vibes that I'm getting. Yeah. Like I was getting some weird vibes even the first time we saw Dr. Frost. And I was like, I don't, I don't want this to be a thing. It's like weird and creepy and like super wrong, but it's the type of thing a show like Dawson's Creek would explore. And I don't love I don't yeah. love it's like kind of like the the Ms. Jacobs thing, which you would think that the show would learn like we are not very much like the perception of yeah. that. We don't like it. We we're not very like fond of this type of, you know, inappropriate relationship. But yeah. 
Um, I think it's just the type of thing that, like I said, this show is going to be likely to explore. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. I just think it's very awkward. Um, meanwhile, we have back at Gretchen and Pacey's place. Pacey's talking to Doug, um, and uh, he like Gretchen did stay at Doug's place last night. Um, and so Dawson's just like, "Oh, let her know I stopped by." You know what? Don't don't tell her. Don't tell her, and I'll just see if she calls. And Pacey again. Like being wonderful in this moment He's just like if you guys had a fight And you want me to like say something You know Dawson's like no 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 we didn't have a fight Uh, I think she's seen the light But thanks And so uh, he leaves And Joey like sees all this And Pacey's like I'll be I'll be right back It's just like Poor Dawson like Pacey is getting Like pulled in so many directions Like it's very awkward and like they all need to just date someone that's not in their inner circle and things. Yeah, are yeah, totally, <laughs> absolutely. But we love the mess at least, I mean, right? Like I'm enjoying the mess. It's fun, but it's I'm enjoying this episode very much. Like I thought this episode was a really fun amount of mess to have. Yeah, as much as I, messy. it made me hate certain characters. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're right about that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so this is when we're back at the poetry reading and Dr. Frost comes in um, and they're all listening to this uh, this poetry. Uh, he's like, oh, you saved me a seat. It's like, no, she didn't. She was just sitting in the middle of the couch. Um, and then we get Dawson sitting at a coffee house and Yui decides, why not torture Dawson a little bit? <laughs> he woke up and chose body. Like, yeah. What, I mean, like, what else does Yui have going on in his life? He just like Dawson is minding his own freaking business, reading the stupid newspaper. And Yui just comes in and yeah. is just like, blah, 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 blah. very annoying. What a great Yui impression. Yeah. That's Top literally notch. what he sounds like to me. Yeah. Um. And so Yui's like, "Oh, you're mad about my joke, aren't you?" And Dawson's just like, "Actually, I hadn't thought about it in days." <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, poor Yui is probably just like, "Ugh, my my plan didn't work." You know, like he just really wanted that to be the stinger, but you know, oh well. Uh. And Yui's like, "Oh, do you want me to unfix it? Let Joey and Pacey win class couple?" Oh, sorry, I can't. It's too boring. Where's the conflict? Where's the drama? <laughs> Which, again, feels like a line that they would have given to Abby Morgan for sure. Yeah. Like, she loves the drama. She does. It's so transparent that they're just trying to capture the amazingness that is Abby. But yeah. it's impossible. We can't do it again. It's very annoying. It's just like, why did you kill? Oh, well, I know that, why they killed her. But it's just like, yeah, if you can't that's capture on, that magic That's again. on Mona Kina. That's on her. It is on her, and it's still. And I'm. St- I don't know about you. I'm still sad about it. I'm still. Like, well, devastated. she thought that she was gonna be hot shit. <sighs> so, uh, so yeah. So Yui is just like, you know, we need the drama. Otherwise, the the yearbook is just crap. Um, and uh, Yui says, I've always found the truth to be a slippery little devil and somewhat lacking in the fun department. Um. Oh, I think her name is Monica. What did you say? Mona. Oh, sorry. I believed it. Um, and Yui, it's all right. So Dawson's like, oh, you don't care? Like, if people get hurt? And I'm like, Dawson, do you realize who the fuck you're talking to right now? Like, you're talking to Yui. Of course he doesn't give a shit. Uh, but Yui says, oh, it's so sweet. All the concern you have for Joey. Uh, but all it does is prove my point. 
Uh, he says, the whole friend dance you guys do, as if you were actually over each other, as if you hadn't fatally wounded each other's psyches and doomed all your future relationships. I'm sorry. This is great stuff. It's what makes you and Joey far and away the more compelling couple, which is fascinating and also like, you know, pretty true to it an extent. And I, I think it, it matches what I said before of like, if they weren't still in each other's lives so supremely and like entrenched, maybe mm-hmm. they could get over one another. The fact that they're so close still and like their lives are intertwined in many ways is not helping the situation. Um. Okay. I, I have to just stop down for one second because on cameo.com, Monica Kina came back and you can get a cameo for Monica Kina for three dollars and 99 cents what a steal jessica sterling we right now <laughs> i'm panicked i'm panicked i have weapons that this is like a one-day deal well we're gonna have to take we're gonna have to take advantage of that i would pay four dollars to get a cameo from her please uh i don't even know what to say like i want to do it right now i'm just like so bamboozled what do we what do we ask her to say um i mean I don't know. Like, uh, like what's a famous Abby line? Oh, this is too much pressure right now. All right. Well, we'll have to figure it out, but okay. I'm sure the people are happy to hear it, that this is a thing now. $3 and 99 cents for a cameo for Mon- Monica. You could have came back and charged $50 and I would have paid that. Okay. That's, that's a lot <laughs> for, <laughs> for Abby Morgan. I feel like $20 is more appropriate, but not $3.99. You know. No, $3.99 is a steal is a very big steal. Oh my God. That's basically free 99. Okay. okay, okay. Free <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. Oh let's my go. God, <laughs> I'm like sick to my stomach. I'm I like, saw your mouth fall open and I was like, I don't know what's happening over there. I couldn't. Okay, tell hold on. You know how like Google tells you like you visited this page blank times since. Yeah. Bl- how many times have you checked? I've checked Monica Kina's cameo nine times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Abby's an iconic character. Never forgotten. Gone but never forgotten. Abby I'm Morgan. like panicked. Queen I bitch. feel like so nervous. I don't even have my I don't even have my credit card upstairs. But we don't have to do it live on the podcast. I know. You know? I'm just panicked. I feel out. like this is like an era. It's gonna go away in a second. It's a, okay, she's not gonna put it up and then take it down all in the same day. That would be a bit too much. Yeah, I know. Um Okay, so let's let's get back to uh, we got it. We got to get into the Gretchen and Joey of it all um, where uh, Joey's like, oh, what you know, what's the deal? Everyone was worried about you. And Gretchen's like, by everybody, you mean Pacey and Dawson, because that would be pretty much everybody now, wouldn't it? Sometimes I wish I'd been here last year because I'd really like to know how you guys got into this mess to begin with. You're all so worried about hurting each other. Everyone's trying to be so nice at t- at the- all the time. And I am like, Gretchen is far and away too fucking good for this shit. Like, Gretchen, go date someone who is a mature adult and doesn't isn't dealing with the high school bullshit, Gretchen. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I She's too good for this. Too good. Yeah, it's it's actually fantastic. And I, I love that. She's like she's like subtly reading Joey for filth here. 
Um, As she she's should. just like, yeah, she's just like, I'm not feeling too nice at the moment. And Joey says, I know you and Dawson had a fight or something, and I know you didn't spend the night at his house last night. And Gretchen says, did you want me to? And I'm like, oh, call her out, girl. Call her out. Uh, she's it's like, this, all these lies. Yeah, this is like close enough for it being like a fight without it being a fight. It's like cordial enough. But like this Gretchen, is a good fight. Yeah. This is an excellent fight where they. Yeah, like you said, it's like it's very subtle. It's not yeah. people screaming. It's like subtle digs. And I love yeah. it. I love the call out. Like, I'm not feeling too nice at the moment. Yes. Uh, and she says all these lies that you're telling to protect each other. They're not going to solve anything. And Joey, Joey has the audacity, the audacity to be like, what lies? Bitch, are you kidding? I think at this moment she's in denial within herself. Like, I don't oh even God. think that she remembers that she um, ha- was lying. Like, I honestly don't. Like, I feel like she's like, oh, I feel like she's just like totally losing it. Yeah, 100 percent. She's like, she's just very she is so deep in that she can't see, bring her head above water. Um, and Gretchen just straight out. And I, I love how direct Gretchen is. It is wonderful. She's just like, you lied to Dawson about you and Pacey having sex. And Joey, again, Joey tries to be like, I'm an adult. But you're not, bitch. You're not. That was not an adult decision. Nope. She says, I made a decision, a very private decision about my life. And I really don't want the whole world to know about that. First Fair of all. Fair enough. But then you, okay. What she should have said was. Dawson, that's an inappropriate question. We're not as close as we. No, not even that. Just Dawson, that's an inappropriate question. Yeah, I'm not like, going to answer that. And then I'm not going to entertain the, this conversation. I think the problem is she says, I made a very private decision about my life. And it's just like, OK, but this involves so many other people. Well, you now lying? it does. Now it does. Yeah. 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 Um, and Gretchen rightfully calls Joey out and says, oh, you didn't want Dawson to know about it and joey says it's the same thing and gretchen says no it's not i don't want to be the ogre here but lying to dawson isn't going to solve anything it's not fair to him it's not fair to somebody who's trying to have a relationship with him mm-hmm. boom 100 mm-hmm. all the truth bombs all of this is true everything that freaking gretchen is, is saying true. here is absolutely true it is true it's just it's unbelievable and so um and so joey says oh meaning you you know gretchen you're right about one thing you weren't here last year and you don't know what it's like so there's no way you could possibly understand and i am like joey are you fucking kidding me right <laughs> now girl here, you weren't here last year like what does that even mean like she is so in tune with everything that was happening Ugh, she's such a joke I can't stand this. Like, oh, you couldn't understand because you weren't here last year. <laughs> it's so annoying. It is so annoying. Well, she like, just like is making it sound like she's just so much smarter than than exactly. Gretchen. And then meanwhile, Gretchen is the one who's being like a, an actual mature adult. And it's also crazy because it's like Gretchen gave her the benefit of the doubt. Like Gretchen's giving her the space. Like she's. It's like it was so. Could have been so easy for Gretchen to just like out. Casey and Joey in this moment but she's like going back to Joey and giving her the out in all of this like yeah Joey can go back and do- to Dawson and be like can she can fix it in her own way and she's giving Joey that opportunity yeah um 
And she says, you have to tell Dawson the truth. There's no other choice. And if you won't do it for him or for me, do it for Pacey. Which, again, so spot on. Like, yeah. Gretchen, a wonderful, amazing big sister, is like, if if you're not going to do it because of the two of us, like, at least do it for your boyfriend who has done nothing wrong. And, like, is, as a result, like, does it have, has no, no idea about any of this, you know? Um, and this is when Pacey comes up and Joey immediately splits. Like, which, terrible decision in the first place. I feel like she should be immediately telling Pacey everything because, She's giving Gretchen a lot of credit um, to like be like, oh, she won't tell Pacey when literally Gretchen just said, I'm not nice anymore. <laughs> like it's a it's a bit of a risk, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's it's really oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, and so Joey leaves uh, and uh, then we are with Gretchen and Pacey left and Pacey's like, what did I miss? And Gretchen says nothing. And Pacey brings up the fact that he thinks that her and Dawson had a fight. Um, and uh, and he's just like, okay, well, if you didn't, then what were you and Joey talking about? And why was he here this morning? And and she's like, oh, Dawson was here? And I just love Pacey saying, Dawson was here, but I'm not supposed to tell you that. So you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> it's like, unlike you, he thinks you all had a fight. He just yeah. doesn't know what it's about. <laughs> it, it, poor Pacey is the one who is like, knows nothing he knows less than nothing oh no yeah he is so out of the loop in all of this right like he is so confused and he's just trying to like piece all of it together in a way but like he's not trying to gain information he's just trying to be like why is everybody in my world acting so weird around me yeah and I, I think the thing is is like pc is not an idiot right so he knows something is going on uh and gretchen says pacey it, gretchen does that thing where you're like "Ugh, you don't want to know about this and it's very obvious that it's like they want to tell you something yeah <laughs> yeah totally uh and he's like well now i want to know what's going on uh, he says i'm starting to have this horrifying feeling that something it somehow involves me uh and gretchen gretchen does the thing where she's like well why don't you just ask joey <laughs> <laughs> and i think that like this is like the fact that Gretchen's like 21 and she's just like fed up with all this shit. She's just like, yeah, I am. And especially because of how like nasty Joey just was to her. And she's like, why don't you just ask your girlfriend? Like she's had enough. Yeah, she's had enough. And yeah. you can't blame her. Right. No, I can't. I will not. Cannot. Yeah. Um. And so uh, and I love Pacey saying you want me to ask Joey about the problem you and Dawson are having. And I just feel like that makes it so much worse for Pacey because now he once again, his biggest insecurity. Now he has to think again. Oh, crap. Like there's something there between them. There's something there that I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, and so she says, I'm not in the best of moods. Let's just say you were right about me and Dawson. Maybe he is too young for me. And Pacey's just like, I don't care. Like, I, I want to know what the hell is going on. Like, you should tell me what's going on, whatever it is. And, and I won't mention it to Dawson and Joey. And Gretchen just like, great, more lies. Like, she <laughs> has had enough of this. And poor Pacey, again, like, I feel worst for the Witter family and all of this. Because then Pacey's just like, what are you talking about? What lies? What is happening right now? Like, you're the one who's lying to me. What's going on? And oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It is. But I'm really happy that we finally get 
uh, Gretchen just saying it like we're not going to go multiple episodes you yeah. know with this all happening where she's just like Do- Joey lied to Dawson I don't know why I don't know what it meant but he asked her flat out whether you guys were having sex and she lied and that is the truth Pacey. yeah yeah so, so does that mean like her biggest loyalty is to her brother I think I mean I, th- I would I-, I would always assume that yeah yeah well, um I mean, you- I mean I don't know like they're not- I just I just think like well I what I wish what I should say is like from how Gretchen has acted since we've yeah. known her, it feels like she will default to "You're my brother. I care about you. Yeah. You need to know the truth." Because like sense. Dawson, she's she's not even feeling that uh, confident about her and Dawson right now, right. and so yeah, I think totally. like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, Gretchen is Pacey's brother, sister. I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Yes. Yes. First and foremost. First and foremost. Um, uh, and then we're back at the stupid poetry reading. Again, like, I I, I love this episode. I actually think it's, like, uh, pretty top tier for this season. I, I, don't, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I kind of love all the different stories. I think the I very, like very stories better than this, but I did like this episode. I like four stories as well. I do think that was a very strong one. I For me, the the major, major points against this one is the Jack and Jen storyline. Because it's just like, it's just like crap. And it pulls us away from the drama, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. So, Miss um, Dr. Frost has a girlfriend, wife? That's the poet? Girlfriend. girlfriend? I, well, he doesn't Robin. say, but we assume that Robin, the, the poet, the poet yeah. is his is, uh, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So, then, I don't know. This makes Jen sad? Question mark? Is that I think she just is confused. I don't know. Like again, very confusing. Jennifer, what are you talking about here? Yeah, Talk to Jack Jen. so then we can understand what you're thinking. Yeah, please tell Jack all your thoughts and feelings. And the problem here is now that there's been this awkward situation with her and her therapist, it's like she's gonna think twice before telling him the truth about everything. Yeah. Which for her as a character and for us as viewers is not good. <laughs> It is not good. Not good at all. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like how Robin is just like, oh, I just love how these high school students are here for the poetry. Like, no, they're here for the messiness, actually. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so then they go off to, like, mix with everybody else. Um, and back, we're back at the, the computer lab here. And so apparently Dawson asked Joey to meet him here. Yeah. Um, okay. So hold on. There's three computers in this computer lab from what I see. Two of them are like the really cute Macs that are colorful, but Dawson has to be in the center with the shittiest computer that they have. It's like this like white flat screen, like ugliness. Like, why are you not on the cute Macs? <laughs> I love those Macs. How dare you, Dawson. If I can have one thing in this galaxy, I just wish, like, I can have, like, that Mac computer, but with, like, today's, like, firepower. Well, and you'd want it to be a thinner screen, no? Because that shit was bulky AF. I don't know. They're pretty cute. Actually, did you know that Mac came out with, like, colorful iMacs, like, big computers, but, like, not in the same amazingness way? I didn't know that. I remember, like, back in the day, like, when I was in, gosh, early days of college I think I had a MacBook and I got like it was a normal MacBook you know like a silver whatever the hell but I got one of those like cover things like and so I could color it that way I just sent you a link um with the colors it's so cute um oh wow aren't they cute (gasps) 
Oh, I love the purple one. Shocker. But that is adorable. I know. They're oh, really those cute. those are very cute. I know. We're getting a new, I think I'm getting a new work computer. And I really want one of the colorful ones. But I think I have to stick with stupid silver because it's oh, not going yeah. to be my computer. You know what I mean? Like, Aww. it'll be my computer, but it's not going to be, like, my computer. No, I know. But can't you specially request to get a colorful one? Like, who's who's going to care? I think if you got, like, a color that, like, is universally appealing. I know. I thought, like, maybe I can get the blue. No, I think we're just sticking with silver. Boring. We hate it. I know. We hate to see it. <sighs> but, yeah. So, Dawson has summoned Joey to the computer lab. Um, and he says that he's he's working on yearbook now. And we find out Dawson drinks black coffee, which is news to Joey. And she's just like, I guess there's a lot we don't know about each other. Which is very funny considering we literally just had this conversation about knowing each other's coffee orders and all of that. Like, yeah. I feel like this show is like doing like reading our minds and like or listening to our podcast and then subsequently putting out episodes yeah. that talk about it. Yeah. That is totally the order that you would assume that would happen. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and so uh, Joey's just like, we used to be able to tell each other everything. And Dawson, again, such an evolved person at this point, says, I'm not sure that was a good thing. And I'm like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> not a great thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, and Dawson invited her here again. Very impressed with little old Dawson Leary, even though I have some shit to say about like how he treats Gretchen and, and all of that. Uh, how nice of him to say, you know what? I wanted to apologize. I shouldn't have asked you that question. Yeah. And I was back on the Dawson train. Yeah, you shouldn't have Dawson. I think that it's like really like respectful that you're like, yeah, that was inappropriate of me. Yeah. He says, uh, I don't know why I did it. It's a masochistic side of me that I haven't explored yet. I'm sabotaging my relationship with Gretchen. He says, I'm mentioning you every 30 seconds. And I don't think that helps. I'm so terrified of making the same mistakes I made in the past. Every minute I'm with her turns into this pitched battle in my head. Uh, do I show her the confused mess that I am? Or do I attempt to act cool and be the kind of guy who gets the girl? And okay, so I'm on board with him here, right? Yeah. We're like, this is exactly what we said, where yeah. he is like, Super making good. mistakes because he's so nervous about fucking shit <laughs> yeah, up. But then he says one sentence, right? Ooh, one so Joey thing. says, maybe you are the guy who gets the girl. And he says, I didn't get you. And I'm just like, bitch, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> when I tell you I lost my goddamn mind. He's like crawling his way to first place, crawling his way. He's like super oh. good. And then he says shit like this. And you're like, Dawson, you're still a piece of shit. But then what's the common denominator in all these people becoming pieces of shit? <sighs> Josephine Potter. That's the thing. I was so irritated because like this, uh, every every character has their season, right? Like uh, probably Jen or no, it's probably Joey was season one. Joey had her season one. Andy had season two. Pacey had season three. Yeah. And now yeah. we get to season four and we're like, yes, Dawson, get your moment. Finally, the show is literally <laughs> named after you, bro. Get your moment. And it is your creek. After all this time, it's your creek. It is truly your creek. Fuck Pacey's pond. It is now Dawson's creek again. And then he has to go saying, as he has a girlfriend, an amazing girlfriend, by the way, an amazing girlfriend. He yeah. says, oh, I didn't get you. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I don't I think so this annoyed. I don't think this like totally like knocks him off all the pegs, but No, but it definitely knocks him down a peg. Yeah. 
Yeah. So annoying. So annoying. And so then they're just like, anyway. Anyway. Moving on <laughs> from, that. from that. And that's like the only response to something that you say like that. You're like, anyway, okay. Anyway. Oh, I see that you have like the the yearbook shit up on the computer. And then yeah. I love how Dawson's like, yeah, like Drewy. 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 <laughs> Drewy is so like sure minded on his scams that all he did was get you elected but didn't follow through to actually finishing out the yearbook so i thought that i would take over and fix this for you and he is like yes. and as it should be here is you as the true class couple the only shiesty thing that he did was we have seen dawson take really nice pictures of pacey and joey the picture that he put into the yearbook not that great not great no not great um totally agree with you i'm like is there a little uh what is it uh what's it called yeah like uh, um sabotage sabotage saboteur um and so yeah so he's just like let the record reflect the truth this senior year and so they're the best couple now joey and pacey yeah um and uh, Jen is, we're back to the poetry reading. Jen is probing Dr. Frost for information. Uh, he calls her out and it's just like, I know you've been spying on me. I know you've been stalking me. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's too much. He's like, it was important to you. What's less obvious is why. And we'll talk about that on Tuesday. 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 Wait, She's what, like, wait, I what, know. what is it? What the fuck is Tuesdays? No. What no, the fuck Thursdays. is Tuesdays? It was Thursdays. Oh, uh, what the fuck is on Thursday? What's Thursday? Oh my god, what a callback! Yeah. What a callback! What's Thursday? What's Thursday? Are you guys having sex? What's Thursday? Um, Thursday yeah. is open marriage day. Thursday well, is open marriage only day. Tuesday, on Thursday. I have therapy on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is therapy day. Tuesday is therapy day. Thursday is when we fuck other people. That day. <laughs> Friday is when we kick it in the back seat. <laughs> And so, uh, so yeah, so it's just like, he's like, okay, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That's when we're going to see, you can't ask me anything else. We're going to see each other on Tuesday. Um, and then we're, Gretchen is just everybody, again, if you need to go, if you need, if you feel like shit, if you want to have some down, sad moments, go to the docks. That's where they happen at the docks. Yeah. I mean, if you live at a place like Dawson's Creek, then yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, he's like, oh, if you, if you're trying to avoid me, this isn't a really good place. Like if you're trying to break up with me, she's like, that's not what I'm planning. But he, he does call her out and say, well, you have been avoiding me though. Uh, and, and Dawson says, okay. And I quote, if I in any way gave you the impression that I'm not over Joey or made you feel like you're unimportant to me or that I don't want this to work. And it's just like, dude, bro, you literally was were like, oh, you know, there was a part of me that wanted me to lose my virginity to Joey. And I was super relieved when they didn't have sex. It's just like, yeah, yeah that I gave mean, her that impression, are, Dawson. Those are things. Those are things. But Gretchen does not point out those two things she just says i don't know you know you were being honest with me last night and i kind of like freaked out i don't know yeah it's just like she's just like oh you didn't do anything wrong you were honest uh he's like okay what's the problem then uh is this about sex and she's just like no 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 just promise me promise me that you'll always be as honest with me as you were last night that's the hardest part about having a relationship much harder than sex uh, trusting someone is a gigantic act of faith. Yeah. Uh, she says, you put it out there. You never know if you're going to get it back. Sex is just mechanical. 
Like brushing your teeth. Hmm. Ah, ah, that's a bit of a, uh, what is it called? Like a simplification, I think, True. on Gretchen's part. True. But this is a bit she just much. wants honesty from him. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. Um, this was cute. I was very into this. This was so fun. He was like, I, you know, in the case that you were breaking up with me, I have like, a, a, I have something for you. And gift. she was like, what do you mean? Like, you, if you, if I broke up with you, you were going to give me a gift? He was like, like basically a parting gift. So he got yeah. her a toothbrush because she this left, was hilarious. She left her toothbrush at his place. And he's like, you know, you're supposed to change them. Every <laughs> he's like, it was really gross. The call out on the gross toothbrush is absolutely hilarious. And uh, not for nothing, I do feel like this makes me love Gretchen more and makes me like, oh, yeah, she's Pacey's sister. Yeah. Right. Like this is a Pacey move. This is a Witter family thing where they just don't <laughs> change out their toothbrush to br- toothbrushes regularly. Yeah. I thought it was really um, funny. So like, it was kind of like a cute moment. Like, and the reason why is because it just feels like real. You know what I mean? It, like, it, it feels very real. It, it's such a tiny character note. Yeah. Um, That is so perfect. And like the reactions, like where she's like, shut up. And he's like laughing. Like, it's the levity that I really like to see in a TV couple where it just feels like genuine and they're enjoying each other and they have natural chemistry and they're laughing with each other and this is not what i'm seeing between pacey and joey that's what the issue is like do you see this like joy and levity and happiness between dretchen i do yeah no i'm with you i think that like there is a fun side to their relationship that we're now missing from jossie like again it's not it was there, but they're so steeped and heaped in their own drama that it's like it, they're missing the fun, light parts of being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, they're missing the laughing. They're too busy dealing with all this drama yeah. to really have the fun moments besides doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and I <laughs> that's why they put the color on the bristles. And she's like, I get it. <laughs> so good. It's really funny. It's just a really yeah. funny cute fun moment because he's teasing her right yeah. like it just feels like a genuine relationship i'm with you i i loved this i thought this was so cute um yeah this is great then we have to get back to pacey and joey who are just like walking in the fog this is so strange like this is a new place we have not seen them walking here this must be by pacey's house right? i always walk in the fog <laughs> of course you do you like go out and specifically when it's foggy and you're like i want to cry right now <coughs> so walk <laughs> That was such funny timing. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyway, that was good. Uh, and so, yeah. And so they're walking. And uh, and PC says, it's a nice thing that Dawson just did for you. Uh, you're the one who is upset by the whole thing. Um, and they're, they're just talking about like how nice it is. It's going to be spring soon. And Joey says, sometimes I wonder if we should have done it on the boat. You know, we were alone. <laughs> you should have. We should have just done it on the boat. You should um, have, yeah. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, uh, he's like, no, we would have missed all the scenery, which is very funny. Cause it's like, yeah, you would have been too busy inside bumping uglies to like keep an <laughs> eye on the freaking <laughs> What is stupid expression? It's true though. That's what they call it. Bumping uglies. Um, 
And yeah, uh, and so Joey asks, do you miss when we weren't having sex, when everything and every moment wasn't about sex? And Pacey makes a good point, and he's just like, was there a time like that? Like, what do you mean? Uh, she's like, you know what? That's right. When we hadn't had sex, everything was about sex. Now that we have had sex, everything is still about sex. Uh, and Pacey asks, do you think we're doing something wrong? Because, mm. like, he knows yeah. you lied to Dawson about it. Yeah. And she says, no, do you? Uh, he says, no, if you don't think that we did anything wrong, I just, I mean, I don't know why that you would. And Joey interrupts and asks, oh, did Gretchen say something to you? And Pacey says, no. Why? So Pacey lies. Pacey lies and says no. Because, I don't know, the vibe I get, from Sarah, from Pacey is he wants Joey to be the one to tell him. Yeah, and Joey should. Joey should. He doesn't want to, call, like, reprimand her. He just, like... I don't know. She put herself in a really bad situation as normal. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and so, yeah, he just he just wants her to to tell him, honestly. And he asks why. And she says, no reason. You know, let's walk some more. I mean, we never do that anymore. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know. You could tell me what your thoughts are. But like, I felt like by the looks on their faces, it was very obvious that both of them were like hiding thing yeah. you know what i mean like both I of feel them like it's trouble, bad i feel like it's trouble in paradise like that's yeah. the vibes that i'm getting like i i'm just like feeling like because of everything that's going on their relationship is just not feeling long for this world at this point and exactly. i think a big part of it is i think that they could have been happy i just think that they just put Dawson in between their relationship too much um yeah and I don't know I think that Dawson I think that his life is like pretty good right now but if given the opportunity I do think that he'll go back to Joey I think that he would sacrifice the good thing that he has going on with Gretchen for Joey which sucks because I honestly don't think that's the right thing to do but apparently this you know this five foot nine woman who's does has zero ability to communicate really has a hold on people yeah there is something very magical that we just aren't seeing with Joey, where she just she is a siren. Oh. <laughs> she just like traps everybody in her web. Yeah. Um yeah. But this was a fun episode. Again, the Jack and Jen stuff didn't really work for me, but I love the the drama between the foursome, right? I think there's good drama here. I think it's entertaining. I think we stand Gretchen even more than we ever did before. Um, because she is an icon and she just calls people out on their shit. Uh, she's the most honest and the best communicator of everyone by far. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I really, really, really enjoy having Gretchen on as a character. Um, I hope that she's like on for the rest of the series, at least as a I don't know, like as the like a, the sibling. Like, I hope that we can at least get that. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, even if they're not dating, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I think that Gretchen's a great addition and I'm really happy that she's on our television screens. Yeah. Really enjoying what we're getting from her. Um, that's our episode. Would you like to hear a voicemail from the one and only Temmie? I would. Hi, ladies. I'm beginning to see what DVK was saying about Joey, about how being the worst 
I think it really is going to come down to this. She should just sit uh, Pacey and Dawson down. Maybe in Dawson's bedroom, that's where a lot of the important scenes happen. Yeah. And just say, I want to date both of you. <gasps> Can you handle that? Simultaneously, maybe we'll have some group, three of us together, <gasps> separately. What do you say? I have to do it this way, she says. In the end. Thanks. Demi's writing fanfic. <laughs> okay, Demi. Demi. Okay, Demi. First of all, were you at like a jazz club when you recorded <laughs> like, that? Because okay, that was amazing. I thought that like you were playing as like music at first, and I was like, way jazz. Well, I'm lost Wait, I was jazzed about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, literally jazz. Jazz. First um, of all. Demi, we love this energy from you. Yeah. Um, you you uh, pitching, Joey pitching to Dawson and Pacey wanting to be a thruple is fantastic. Yeah, I think that maybe that is what they need. However, these three are like the most jealous, salty people. Oh, the they galaxy. never make it work. They can't make it work. There's just too much no. jealousy involved. And also, the number one thing that you need in a polyamorous relationship from what I've read or heard on polyamory TikTok is that <laughs> you have to be honest with the other people. You have to be honest with them. Communication is key. And these people are not able to communicate for shit. So I don't think it would ever work. But I love yeah. the thought. I love the idea. I really want to know if there was a lot of uh, thruple fanfic at the time. So please, oh, please you're, let us know. We're if you were like entrenched. to us. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, why not? But also, um, <laughs> no, for people who were like deep, deep, deep in the trenches of the Dawson's Creek fandom back in the day, please mm -hmm. let us know if there was Thrupple fanfic, because yeah. now I need to know. Now we need um, to know. Gosh, Tammy, please have like a little bit of background music every time you send in voicemails. That was truly enjoyable. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. That was a great moment. I got um, a message from my friend Eric. Um, Eric is a listener, and I, 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 he messages me, um, you know, on our social media at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram sometimes. And he sent yeah. me a message. Uh, thoughts on this week's DC. Has there ever been an episode that was a bigger reminder that our heroes are teenagers? The look on Gretchen's <laughs> face when she found out that Joey had lied said it all. Joshua Jackson continues to show what a great actor he is becoming when he is expertly navigating talking to Joey and Gretchen, ordering a pizza, and then raiding the fridge. Yeah, that is like three things at once. That is, um, yeah, you know, a multifaceted and talented actor. It takes a grade A friend to be willing to help your bestie stalker therapist. Somebody give Jack a fucking medal or better yet, an actual good guy and storyline of his own. <laughs> Joey still sucks. <laughs> Justice for Andy. Oh my, okay, Eric, I am with you. I am 100% on your side. Please, please, fuck Toby. Like, fuck seriously, Toby. fuck Toby. We don't, Get rid of him. But not fuck Toby. No, don't fuck Toby. <laughs> give us someone who is fuckable, unlike yeah. Toby. Unlike Toby. And like, and give give Jack some, I, I'm right there with you. And you know what? You're so right. Jack is a great fucking friend. Great fucking friend. And no one deserves him as a friend. And I, I do miss Andy, too. Yeah, I, I, would, I, do. I would I stalk do any of my friend's therapists, to be honest with you. Oh, my. I don't know that you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I won't. No, I won't. No, I won't. Okay, good, good. This is uh, this is not true. She lied. It was a joke um, to go along with the podcast. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what the next episode is titled? Yes. 
Next week, we are covering season four, episode 17, Admission. <gasps> oh my gosh, we're finally getting into college. Well, I think that like it could be a multifaceted title, right? Of like admissions of guilt and oh. like, lying and admissions of college. Like maybe. I don't know for sure. Like I said, I don't remember half the shit that we see on this show. But yeah, could be. That's could true. Be. I, can You're you believe right. It's probably not admissions have... of college. We're probably never. It could be either one. College. It could be both. Porque and all those dos. Could be both. Porque um, all those dos. <laughs> we <Well>. only have. <laughs> What? Can you believe we only have seven more episodes? Really? Of the season. Wow. Season four has been a trip. Uh, yeah. Obviously not as good as seasons. Uh, two and three. Seasons two and three. Yeah. But there's still been some great highlights. Um, yeah. I'm still enjoying it. And I can't believe we're already this far into it. It's kind of wild. And we only have two more seasons after this. Oh, no. Ah! Oh, no. Oh, my God. Well, do not um, fret. Because there is so much um, additional content going on on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We have our weekly Boy and Sparrow Dan Dawson's Creek coverage, as well as some fun bonus content. We came out with Harriet the Spy last week with Ooh. our friend Stuart. That was a lot of fun. Um, this week we are coming out. We are recording the Mighty Ducks with um Alex B from the PSR Discord and uh, other likes of radiology fame. Uh, so yeah, check us out, Mighty Ducks. Um, and then later on in the month we're covering my cousin Vinny, which is something that I have not seen before. So that should be interesting. Um, shit 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram over at PSR. Jessica and I finished our coverage of the time traveler's wife. Um, and we will not be getting a second season. Sadly, I'm devastated. Yeah, really um, yeah, I'm HBO very upset by this. Maybe we'll get picked what up. The fuck HBO Maybe we'll get picked up by somebody else. Who knows? Um, Who knows? And then uh, later in the month, we will be coming out with uh, something new. Yes. Super exciting. Can't wait for all of that. Uh, you can also catch me over at PSR covering the show Community on Community Building with Josh Wiggler. Um, you could find us, like Sarah said, at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram and Shit90sPod.com. If you want to be amazing like Temi and send in a voicemail, you certainly can do so. Put some jazz music on in the background. Send us some purple fanfic. Yeah. We love to hear it. We love no. to see it. Um yeah, you could find me at the Jess Sterling, Sarah at Sarah Ferguson on Twitter if that tickles your fancy. Um, we will be back next week with season four, episode 17, Admissions. Can't wait to get into it. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Just Shit 90 shows taught me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.